What's up, what's up? Hey everyone, thanks for checking out YLS episode 3. Sorry for the gaps in between. I know it's been like three weeks since my last episode, but I have a very special guest today and more to come. Uh, you know, between work, band gigs, logo design, and trying to start my own business, I swear I'm giving this my all, so uh, bear with me. Uh, quick announcement, my episodes will temporarily be up one at a time via SoundCloud and Apple Podcast. Um, I'm working on that. As far as YouTube, you should be able to find every episode on my channel. Thanks to everyone who's taken an interest in my episodes. I really hope you enjoy them and learn something new from each one. This is YLS episode 3. Ah, oh, shit. Here we go again. Your life sucks. Welcome to Your Life Sucks, episode three. I have like a super, super special guest today. Um, I've known this guy for years, for like since I was a kid, and um, he's always been so talented, so just outstandingly way better than I will ever be. <laughs> um, uh, his name is uh, Brandon Michael, uh, also known as Boo Boo Money. We'll talk about that later. Yes, um, we'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, and uh, his current band, and he's been, I think he's in a couple bands right now, but his uh, main band, I think, uh, and I'm sorry if I pronounced this wrong, uh, Allegion. Bullshit! <laughs> yeah, damn it. No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's actually a lot easier than me. It's uh, Allegion. Damn it, I, you know what? I kept saying Allegion. And then, you know, I, I think I made it more confusing because like, I think I pronounced like, it. You're like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I'm, I'm in a band with you guys know Joe, obviously, yeah. right? Yeah, he still pronounces it a legion, and I've corrected him like five or six times. Like, it's, it's a legion, and he's just like, oh yeah, cool. And then he's like, hey, when are you going on tour with a legion again? I'm like Joseph. <laughs> and then uh, of course, you know, David Park is over here. Another episode. I'm glad to have him. Yeah. He's uh. You know, Co-hosting I, duties. I can't. I can't do it by myself. Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> and, and anything to make me sound cooler than I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, Allegiance on uh, Metal Metal Blade Records, and they are just—they're insane. I literally just uh, what would their your progressive uh, metal? I don't know. Um, I think like the vernacular that we're going for is a melodic death metal, but okay. it's like I don't know. I think it's just like shreddy metal. Yeah, for, it's like, super like, and that's are, like exactly how he plays it's just he just shreds on bass on guitar and i'm pretty sure no he he's insane i i i'm like yeah don't be humble (laughs) but uh you know i met i met brandon um in when i was in middle school through my cousin fernando um oh yeah it's your cousin huh yeah and he's like oh my friend brandon my friend brandon michael and i i met him in my cousin's room and he was just playing guitar and hanging out and it was this is a long time ago like this guy's huge but like he's always huge like when i was little like he was huge big big guy big kid what year was this when you uh, oh man it had to be like it had to be middle school man like 2001 or something like that that's probably like 11 um both you guys actually i've known you for a long time yeah yeah and um you know uh off and on i see him here and there all the time and He's always, you know, 
projects, um, musical projects, or I'll see him. He, you know, at work. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I'm in there, when he's working, um, we went to the same school. I think we went to the same high school too. Yeah. Tracy, um, right? Tracy High. Yeah. Um, and he's been in many bands, and um, I think the first band was Regrets of a Tiffany Gun. Um, kind of. Well, I, the I, first band that I remember. Maybe so. Yeah. Regrets of a Tiffany Gun. I was actually playing when I was like three years old. Oh and shit! I, no, I'm just kidding. Well, yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Let's see. Hear a little bit of a, of a history background yeah. uh, of how all this started and how you got into music. And I think, uh, from my understanding, is that your your father, your dad, is a, a great musician as well. And I think he taught you. Yeah. So oh. my dad's sick. He's uh he's awesome. He uh he's a drummer. Mm. And like I I just always had it drums in the house and instruments and whatnot and uh i remember i, I want to say it was when i was like seven or eight he had, like bought some drum sets because he'd like sold all the stuff because you know he obviously they had a kid they had me <laughs> so like you <laughs> know like, it's like oh you know because i mean he was doing i mean he was doing uh he grew up in la during like, the 80s and like he was like that whole like hair metal okay. circuit mm. So, like, he had that whole deal. I mean, there's still stories that I'm sure he hasn't told me because he's just like, <laughs> ah, I don't want to talk about it. But um, when uh, when I was in the picture, he kind of just went straight into work mode. And then the band thing, I mean, he's always been in music, but he kind of pushed it aside. Yeah. And uh, like I said, around like when I was like six or seven, he bought another drum set. And I just like immediately was just like, I want it. <laughs> uh, and then I think I just after doing like a couple like helping them move it around you know to gigs and whatnot i was like dude this is way too much work for me i'm way too lazy to <laughs> move a drum set around at six years old uh no this is like i mean i think oh, like, i'm like, like, like i'm like yeah kind, uh, i'm kind of like you know um i guess streamlining it okay but, uh, okay yeah uh so i guess the first thing though uh i, I uh he kind of taught me the basics and then um you know when he kind of wanted to get back into music it was more of like uh they bought me a guitar i remember pretty early on and okay. i didn't really didn't really take to it you wanted the drums well, I, I love I love playing the drums. Um, it was a lot of fun for me. But then again, like he was he was always practicing. So then it was kind of like, okay, well you're doing your thing. Okay. Like I kind of I didn't really take it seriously. I guess it was just uh, kind of like a thing to do for fun. And when I lost interest, I'd go like ride my bike or whatever. <laughs> and then I remember I saw like um, I think it was like a, they had this like uh, old VHS of like British heavy metal. So oh. like we watched like Iron Maiden and like you know, yeah. Judas Priest and shit. I can, I can cuss, right? Yeah, okay, you can cool. say whatever just, just, just whatever you want. Bleep me out. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but I remember seeing that, and then uh, I was I was like, oh, I want a guitar. And so like he was like, are you sure? Like, Is that really what you want to do? And I'm like, yeah, I want a guitar like super bad. And then we, he bought me a guitar for one Christmas one year, and uh, I never played it. <laughs> so then like... Uh, when did you actually like, pick up on strings, though? So it was... When I was when I turned twelve, I was actually already in Tracy because I was living in Southern California at the time, and then we moved over here. Okay. When I was like in fourth grade, I want to say like ninety eight. So. Moved over there, uh, Tracy Boulevard. Uh, no, I was living in Fairhaven okay. at the time, and then I moved from Fairhaven to uh, which nobody, unless you were from Tracy's. Yeah, I was like, like, let's get your exact address. <laughs> so it was, it was five nine nine. Uh, anyways, long story short, uh, my twelfth birthday hit, and um, I had like, it was really weird because like I had picked up on music pretty early, but like. I think bass specifically, I, I don't know what it was, but I just, I, I heard like all these albums come out, like Offspring, I was like, really big into like, you know, um, was it Crush, Smash, Smash, what I think it was? Yes, the one that 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 oh, album. Oh, the, the with the with the skull. The skull, yeah, the skull yeah, yeah. The blue so I was, background. I was really yeah, into I got, that. I got that one for Christmas. Um, <laughs> I was really into that. I was like really into Corn for a while, and like a lot of the stuff I just heard bass, and I was like, oh man, like, oh, nice. you know, <clears> like I want to do this. So I told my dad, I was like, hey, get me a bass. You know, oh, and he's shit. like, no. He's like, like no, after the yeah, guitar. He's yeah, like, you tried drums, you tried guitar. I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. So uh, he came home from work one day, 
and it was my 12th birthday. The day of my birthday, he came home from work, and he bought me a little four-string Ibanez. And, like, oh, nice. dude, I just, I locked myself in the room for, like, months, just nonstop. <laughs> like, lost all my friends, stopped <laughs> but, calling people. Well, uh, did you pick up guitar, though, still? Like, did you learn chords before that? No, like, no. I see so you were not, you, so... Because I, I, I picked the guitar first, and then I went to bass because it was just like, oh, cool. Yeah. But so, I know you play guitar now. Mm-hmm. How What was it like going from bass and having that, like, your main, and then going to guitar? Because you're a good guitarist as oh, well. Dude, thanks. Um, <laughs> how, how, was that I, get, I get by. I yeah, get by okay. on guitar. <laughs> um, no, uh, that came out of necessity. So, like, okay. I was playing bass, and then my whole, like, MO was like, oh, I want to be a bass player in, like, a band. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to be, like, fucking Steve Harris from Iron Maiden. And then, like, <laughs> um, you know, that was cool because my dad always told me, he's like, hey, if you ever, like, want to be popular or, like, want to have friends in high school, just be in a band. Like, play music. <laughs> and if you want to be in a band, play bass or play drums because, like, you can never find good drummers or bass players. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's, that's very true. Everybody always wants to, like, scream or do vocals or yeah. wants yeah. to play guitar, yeah. but bass and drums is, like, Those are the you know, facts. That's so, yeah, true. he's like, it'll just be a lot easier for that way. Um, which he was right, so I guess I thank him for that. But anyways, uh, no, I, I was on bass for the longest time, and I was, like, you know, starting all these bands, but I was writing all the songs. Uh-huh. And so, like, I would just put these songs together and, like, show my guitar players on, like, the pretense that they would, like, you know, do a better job. Okay. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, and then what ended up happening was, like, you know, um, it just it wasn't sounding right. And I, I, I swear, like, it wasn't, like, a matter of, like, oh, like, I'm just such a shreddy guitar player. It was just, like, I heard things... And I was like, hey, you know, can you downpick all those notes? And I'm like, no, like, fuck you, why? <laughs> you know? And then I was like, no, just do it like this. And it just after doing that so many times, I think I think it might have been um, Joe, um, Joe Flores. He was like, dude, like, why don't you just play guitar? Like, you're yeah. writing all these songs, you know? I know it's hard to find a bass player, but, like, the bass lines you're playing are pretty easy. Just do it, you know? And so I just kind of, like, picked up guitar at a necessity and, like, started writing songs and then... Yeah. Just kind of, kind of went from there, and I guess it just got, you know, like I said, halfway decent at it to a point where I can get by. So from there on, you progressed, you got better, you got better, and then when did you? Because you're talking about you write, you you wrote your own songs. Mm-hmm. When was your like your first group? You got everybody. You got you know everybody, or did you just write and record yourself? So yeah. So what happened? My first like actual playing band, like outside of like stuff with my dad, because I my, I always sat in with my dad because they needed a bass player. So. Mm-hmm. He's like right off the bat, good advice. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, my first band was uh, a band called My Beautiful Ending. Oh, that was my man. first like. Actual, That's right. Yeah, that was... I remember uh, you had shirts made. Yeah, I remember shirts. that, and I'm trying to remember. It was just like a like cursive, like handwriting. So yeah, so it's really funny how that happened. So uh, my dad has this. I'm getting ready to go to high school. Um, I was in music all throughout Jefferson Middle School. Okay. So I was like, you know, I was like the lead snare drummer. I got back into drums, did the whole okay. thing. And I was like, I was killing it. I was so excited. I was like, oh, I want to be in a band. I'm going to do all this, you know, cool shit. And I, I talked to my band leader, um, Mr. Troy. He's like one of my, my mentors. Uh, and R- I went R- to him. R.I.P., man. Yeah, man, dude. He was such an asshole, but he just like, taught I remember me so much. I wasn't even any of, in any of his classes. I just remembered him yeah, he was, he being was, stern. Yeah, no, he was an asshole. Okay. There's there no stern about it. I, I literally showed up late to like lessons, and he would just be reading his paper. I'd like try to sneak, and he's like, "Nope," and I'm like, "Shit!" And then there's been a couple times too when I was like getting the hang of shit, uh, where he would just be like, "Dude, you're off time. Like, go get out of here." Damn. Oh, wow. and, like, he would just send me out. That's like and a it was legit a, music teacher. And the That's some... yeah, exactly. And the funny thing was like being the drums, you're like in the back of the band. Yeah. So when he stops. 
everybody turns around. Oh, oh everyone's yeah. just shit. like this. And they have to all stop their shit because of you. And you just like, yeah, he broke my balls for sure. Yo, that's a lot of pressure. Uh, <laughs> a lot of pressure. So anyways, though, yeah, after a while, I, I got pretty good. And then he was just like, I, I, I was getting ready to graduate middle school and go into high school. And I was like, hey, man, like, do you have any advice? Like, you know, going into this, I want to like, do band. I had like all these aspirations and shit. Yeah. And he's like, do you want me to be like honest with you? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, what's up? He's like, quit music and just play football. Like, it's going to be a lot easier that way. And I was like, crushed. Like, I was like, and I, I know he didn't mean it that way because he was like a huge football fan. Yeah. And like, I was, you know, I was a big guy and I was pretty fast in, in PE and whatnot. And I think he was just like, dude, like, you're going to fucking kill it in football. So just do that. You know, because um, band guys, I guess, in high school weren't as cool as the band guys in middle school, I guess. <laughs> Um, so I took his advice. Uh, I, I didn't go into music school or anything. I didn't mm. go into the band class. But I remember my dad telling me, he's like, you know, if you like playing bass, you're still doing it, whatever. He's like, you know, just, just pick it up and, 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 and wave it around. And, like, you'll get picked up. Somebody yeah. will want to work with you or somebody needs somebody. And no joke, dude, like, the first the first day of the orientation at Tracy High. As a <laughs> freshman, I was, like, super nervous. Like, a lot of my friends had went to the other school, West High. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But you know that big divide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so all my friends are there, and then I'm like, you know, like, oh, I hope I find a band, I hope I find some friends. And then yeah. this, like, one dude just like, you, like, Brandon. And I was like, is that you? And I'm like, yeah, what's going on? He's like, hey, do you play bass? And I'm like, weird, but yeah, I do. He's like, cool, you're in my band. And I was like, day one, I was like, this is this is great. Who was who this? Uh, this is Greg Souza. He was the uh, original drummer in... Um, my Beautiful Ending. And okay. he was uh, in a band called, I want to say like Year Without a Summer. So it was like an emo band. Uh, anyways. Well, yeah, it so was like old school Tracy scene. Old like, school like. like yeah. I was super young at that time. Do, do you remember that shit? I remember My Beautiful Ending, but I don't remember yeah. that summer band. It was like, uh, yeah, there's a lot of those bands that I forget that were super good. But uh, yeah, <laughs> like the fucking Battle of the Bands years, you know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so I showed up to rehearsal and they already had a bass player. Oh, like, what the and I was like, I, I, you know, I had like my mom drop me off. I was oh, like, you know, shit. 14 or 13 or whatever I was. Super awkward. Yeah. And like, I had my shit ready to go and their garage door was closed and they're practicing. They're all a couple years older than me. And uh, I like heard the bass and I was like, dude, what? Yeah, what's going, like, what's going on here? And then so like, you know, I like knocked on the door because it's like pre-cell phone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They opened up the garage door and they're like, hey, like, what are you doing here? I was like, I, oh, no. I think I'm in the wrong spot. And, you know, Greg, the drummer, the guy who like singled me out, was like, no, man, uh, you're good. Uh, hey, man, you're fired. Oh. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I just like that? You left his base and just dropped and bounced. Damn, they oh. couldn't just like be like, hey, like we got somebody else before. They were just jamming already. Yeah, it was, it was, Yo, it was that's crazy. That's heavy. But the thing was, is like, you know, everything, the band thing happens like so organically. Like, you know, like we did a couple of rehearsals under that moniker. Like I was joining their band and they're like, oh, Yo, you know, fuck this. We're going to start our own band. You know, and then like I'm like, oh, okay, like sure, and like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna do this. I'm like, oh, okay, sure, whatever. And I just kept saying yes and like sure, whatever enough yeah, times yeah, to yeah, where yeah. like you know you play a show. Like, hey, we're gonna yeah. play a show at the Legion Hall. I'm like, sure, sure, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you remember who that bassist was that they uh, kicked uh, out? I I do remember. Okay. We don't gotta say names. I was just curious. If you no, know. he's he's a cool guy. Like, I, I haven't talked to him in a long time, but like we're still like friends on Facebook, oh, and I don't even know if he like remembers. Oh. Oh, or he's uh, probably at home. He's like, God, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. He's got a bunch of pictures of you. On his wall. Yeah, he's just like throwing knives and shit. <laughs> the bass com- bass player community in Trace is probably not that big. So. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like me and like two other people, and I don't even think he was like a bass player. Oh, he's just he's just like playing bass because. It's that was like the uh, open spot. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, that I, was my early years. So I, I remember seeing uh, for the first time "Regrets of a Tiffany Gun" at the cellar. Oh, yes. 
and the cellar the cellar was a church i believe and um they let kids or whoever wanted to throw gigs in their basement yeah, yeah. Biggest fire hazard I've ever seen. <laughs> there's Dude. no there's no fire exits. There's nothing. There's it's just, no windows. It's just, no windows. No, just, just like there's a pool table there. there no, there's a hot dog stand <laughs> right in the middle. Okay. Dude, like looking back to this now, like and it was like a bunch of kids and like it was like, yeah. like an older couple. Like the, it, it, it so, sounds really sketchy. So it was just yeah. stairs that went down, and then you had the bands playing in the corner in the dark, a very dark corner. <laughs> Until, uh, until someone came down to like try to find their friend and they turn the light off real quick and uh, they look around and they turn it back. Oh, uh, but I remember seeing um, I think Dark Cathedral opened. Oh yes. Did they? Wait, hang that on. Was like, the bill was, from what I remember, was you uh, Regrets of a Tiffany Gun, Dark Cathedral, and Tears of Vanity. I oh. Those, yeah. I remember, shit. and there might have been another band, but I can't remember. Dark Cathedral was the shit, man. Like they were, you know, it might have been uh, Exile too. Oh, Exile played exactly. a lot yeah. of shows. You there. can't yeah. mention Tracy without. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you cannot. I mean, the Tracy legends. So I remember. Okay, and 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 Joe was doing all the artwork because he's an artist. He's a tattoo artist. Uh, yeah, shout yeah. out to to, to Joe. Um, he street tattoos, man. Um, so he did all the artwork for the cover and and on the CDs. And yep. they had them all there, and I was like, "Yo, that's all sick." And then I was like, "He was like, yeah, it's just like five bucks or something." And I was like, "Brandon, I was like, oh, that sucks. Like, I don't got no money." And I remember <laughs> Brandon pulls money out of his own wallet, puts it in like their bo- their money box, and he goes, "Here you go." And I'm like, "What the well, fuck?" Like, so thank I you, and know, I, dude. I appreciate that because like I wish I still had it, and I had it for the longest time, but like. Your Shit, band I wish I really, still had it too. <laughs> your band like really inspired like us because we we started playing for around sure. that time too. Sure. So at least so, getting into like heavier music. That yeah, was, definitely. Uh, that was the first show I think I've been to that I really? went to. Yeah, I think that was my first show. That yeah. that might have been like our first show as that band too. Okay. Oh wow! Yeah, like we were. Um, it happened really really fast. It must like, have been like, 2004. 2005. Yeah. 2004. 2005. Right. I think yeah. my beautiful ending was like right in the middle of 2004. Okay. And, yeah. Like, I had showed up to Joe had another band with um, probably a lot of guys you know got too um, a lot of our old friends and they were playing doing like metalcore like Asley Dying kind of stuff. Yeah. And I remember I was just like you know I showed up to a practice and me and Joe saw each other and we were both just like dude fuck this band like let's do something and then it just kind of happened I just showed him some songs and then you know it's it's so weird like trying to like conceptualize it mm-hmm. like after the fact because it was just. Like, hey, let's put a band together. Hey, let's write some songs. Hey, let's record these songs. Hey, let's play a show. And then, like, people just showed up, and it just didn't suck. I mean, it probably sucked, but it, yeah, at the time, you know, felt great. At so, that, oh, I was going to say, at that time, like, you mentioned SLA Dying, like, that was the sound back then. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that was the sound. You know, like, a Taste of Chaos tour? Yeah. Dude, that was, like... The best I Okay, well, let's talk about that for a second, because that, to me, still to this day, is one of the best, like, concept is. tours. No, just the fact, like, you're bringing, like, you know, you brought the emo like side of it yeah. and then you brought like the metal side of it okay. and then kind of had like a nice combination of both because a lot of these guys had girlfriends that were super emo <laughs> bands you know and then like vice versa and like that was like the show you could see like kill switch and then yeah. you know like betray you uh, yeah and then, then like, had, like my american heart they had like softer bands like that yeah, too. yeah and then they had like you know what was that um uh, like the used the used oh, yeah. like, like my chem yeah yeah speaking of kill switch I, I think i ran into you at warp tour and we saw Kill Switch Engage, I think Sacramento. I've never been to Warp Tour. Maybe it wasn't Warp Tour, but it, I saw Kill Switch Engage and you were there. Oh, uh, it might have been Ozfest actually. Oh shit, that Ozfest was Ozfest been a long time ago. That was, the, I think, the only time. Is I've that seen the one with Iron Maiden? Yep. I think that's the one, and I, 
I think that was the last time I went to OzFest. Yeah, I think it was one of the last OzFests right. in general. I think they only went to like 2010. Oh, yeah. Which sucks because, again, like that was a... Dude, that lineup, I, I've talked about this. Uh, I did like an interview with like, oh, you know, what was your, like, your favorite show? I was like, dude, like looking back, it was like Trivium and uh, fucking Arch Enemy. Yeah. OzFest like, shows were fucking sick, dude. Black like, Dahlia. And these are like all like second stage bands. Mm-hmm. They were playing yeah. in like a parking lot. And it's yeah. Like, Shit. I saw my first pair of boobs there. Yeah. <laughs> God bless, dude. Mine was a mine was a, a trapped okay. at the uh, concert at the Clarion Hotel in you Modesto. Saw, you saw your first pair of boobs yeah, at the trap show. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna write a song about that actually. Please do. Yeah, dude. First oh my pair, god, that's amazing. Uh, okay, so like, so before we got to Tiffany Gun, there was a uh, uh, my beautiful ending. Yes. And then uh, after regrets, uh, there was like, uh, was there like a weird funk? Because it looked like it seemed like there was like a takeover. Yeah, yeah, it was it was weird for a minute. Um, because so, it turned into an entirely different, heavier, more death metally band with different people and different vocals, like all around. Like they just like pretty much took the name. There's like one person, I think. Yeah, uh, just the brief overcap because like I, uh, again, unless you're in the Tracy scene, like not a lot of people are gonna know <laughs> what the fuck we're talking about at all. Uh, but basically, what happened was is um, we there was a, we were rehearsing at our drummer's house at the time, and like they kind of uh, they all hung out and did their own thing. Yeah, and I was I think working at the time or doing who knows what, and Joe was working at the time, so we were kind of both doing our own thing separately, and then they were like doing like hanging out and doing shit, and then we. Um, I guess they had like decided like they wanted to go in more of like a, we, we had, which is weird because we wrote all these songs and they were like more death metal and everything was going great but I just think that they didn't really gel with Joe too much. Okay. I feel like there was like a weird tension like oh, hey so- we have this other guy who's like he's in with us already. Hmm. Yeah. You know and so like they were just basically trying to like find a way to like bring him in. Okay. And they were like yeah dude it'll be great you know like Joe Joe doesn't really like you know fit the aesthetic that this band's going for and I was like I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So like, yeah, I know it's gonna be fine, blah blah blah. And I was like, nah, man. Like if you if you ax him, I'm 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 out of here. Like yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not playing like that. And so that's what happened. I mean, I, mean, it, it, I think it, they should have just changed the name all around. I thought they were a great band. I, I like original Regrets of Tiffany Gun. The new one was like they were cool too. They had like you know Mitch Sedith on drums. And, yeah. And uh, um, what's his name? The other guitarist, Travis. Travis, and Travis then the other time. guitarist, Nick. Um, Nick, and they're—I mean, they're a great which I still like. Um, I don't I haven't really talked to Travis or Mitch in a long time, I, but I mean, I, 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 I've talked to uh, Kyle, which was the vocalist that replaced him. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he's—he's yeah. he's still super cool. All those guys are super cool. It's just like I think at the time it was kind of weird because. Well, yeah, I mean, it was really like a like. You know, keep people getting like pushed out, and it's like really weird. Well, they had their own scene going on too, because yeah. you have to remember, like the I don't know if you guys remember, like the what was, what was the band, uh, like the Murder at Dawn scene, okay, where yeah. it was like like Topher and Travis yeah. and Kyle, and like they had like their own thing, like they were getting. At, they were having house shows there, which I don't know if you guys ever went, but like they had like Madball there. Like, yeah, they, they had like Terror there once. Trash like, Talk, First Blood, yeah. Trash like, Talk, like their first show. Yeah, like a lot. They had yeah. they, were, they were really like, and they had their own kind of like micro scene within yeah. Yeah. our scene. So like, I think they were you know more kind of like trying to get that get whole, into there. Yeah, trying to get that thing back together, and like they probably thought that we would have the perfect lineup with this and this. And I was just like, nah, man. Like I don't. I don't think that's cool to just like knock somebody just because you right. want to get your your boy in there. So you know? from that, that turned into Alighieri. Yep. And so yeah, that basically uh, what happened was at that point I had written because they, they were going more in like a like a I don't know what you would call it, you would call what their style was like a 
breakdown, kind of like deathcore, but kind of yeah. like disjointed kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it was still it was super cool, but like it, they have their own thing that they yeah. were trying to do. You know, should have definitely changed the name. Yeah, and I was like. <laughs> And I was like, you know, I, I, been, I, at that time, I was like getting really pretentious about death metal. Like, I was like, oh, I only listen to, you know, you know, Alcest and Cynic and, you know, The Faceless <laughs> and, you know, Spawn of Possession. Like, I was get, getting into that mindset. Yeah. So I wrote all these songs just on like a little. Uh, actually, here's a little fun story that I don't think I've told anybody. Mm. So this will whoa. be exclusive. Whoa, whoa. Exclusive. Uh, so <laughs> when that, uh, I'd always done this thing where like I had like thrown like a random like dart at the dartboard, like I just try something really random to see if it stuck, right? Yeah. MySpace times. Uh, <laughs> I uh, a band that I had listened to was looking for a bass player, and they said, um, "Hey, like you know, here's like the tabs, like you know, play this and like record yourself if you can." This is like before like phones and YouTube and shit. Yeah. It's like you know, record yourself and then like you know, send like a copy in, and you know, we'll go from there or whatever. And, uh, and I did it, you know, I, I was like, I, I, I recorded it real quick and I, I sent it in and then they, uh, emailed me back and they're like, yeah, you know, you're really good, but here's like basically our whole album. And this is like a program that we use to like write our songs. And the program yeah. was, was Tabit, which is basically like, uh, I don't know if you guys heard of Guitar Pro, but it's yeah. like, it's like basically like shitty Guitar Pro, like, you know, oh, it's okay. like super basic, <laughs> like whatever. And, uh, that band was August Prince Red. Oh, and uh, and yeah, they were uh, they sent me the tabs and they're like, okay, you know, just learn these songs, then get back to us and whatever. And then of course, like you need like a license, you need uh, a this and that, like a like a driver's license, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were all like, I think like eighteen or seventeen okay. or eighteen at the time, and I was like fifteen. Yeah. So when you're that young and like you're eighteen or you're all you, like that's what you ask, like, oh, we're looking for. Uh, a basis you have to have your own equipment you have to be yeah you have to have your driver's license you have to be this age you have to, like that's what and when you get older like you don't really you just assume that yeah <laughs> even, even nowadays too like on the scale that we're at like you know being a good musician's like kind of expected it's like the other shit like mm -hmm. being dependable mm -hmm. being responsible not being a piece of shit right you know like that's like the really really important stuff on top of being you know a good player but uh Anyway, so I, I emailed them, they emailed me back, and they sent me the songs, and then I, like, I didn't think I was going to get that far, so I just like pushed out, and I was like, because oh. I didn't have a license or anything at the time. I didn't have a license, didn't have a car, I like... Well, I you like, said you are 15? I was like 15, yeah, 15 or 16, okay. but I didn't get my license until like, I was like 18 or something mm. like that, so like, I was like still pretty... Maybe I was like 16 or 17 now that I think about it. But um, anyways, uh, so I got this program that they sent me uh -huh. and to learn their songs, because I still have their songs on there. <laughs> oh, shit. So, uh, yeah, but that, that's if I ever get a chance to like, meet them, I'm going to tell them that story. And that's be like, well, that's, that's a cool story, fun. actually. But uh, anyways, so that program, though, I ended up having fun with it, and I, that's how I wrote all the Algary songs. Because, oh, wow. Yeah, because I, like, I, it, it was my first introduction to, like, I always heard these parts in my head, like, you know, I hear the guitar, and I hear the harmonies, and I hear the bass, and I hear yeah. the drums, but I had, like, no way to convey that, you mm -hmm. know, because I'm not a really good drummer. You know, I kind of once I left school um, or I left the music program at school, I kind of just drums just kind of yeah. fell off. And then, um, you know, like obviously you can't play two instruments at the same time. Yeah. And, shit. <laughs> uh, and my recording setup was kind of crude. So when I saw this program where you could basically just MIDI out all the guitars and the bass and the drums, I was like, shit, son. <laughs> like, we're so, going to write some songs today. So you play it through? No, no, no. You, you, you physically, like on program. your computer, yeah. You, you, you basically, like, there's like a, you know, like ta like tablature, right? Okay. So they basically give you these empty tab oh, lines shit. and then you just like put in the numbers and then space them out to like, 
and then it'll play it back to you. So like you kind of just basically that learn. Sounds like really tedious it's a work. Huge <laughs> pain in the ass. <laughs> huge, huge pain in the ass. I was like hoping like oh you just play your songs. No, and, dog. and then it picks up the the notes and it tells you which ones to play. Dude, if that was the case, man, like fuck. <laughs> but like it was really linear and it was like a really like kind of like um, primitive software because you couldn't really do bends and you couldn't do oh. like weird chords uh. and shit. You'd have to be really creative with it. But for me. I was just writing so I had like stuff to listen to. Like I wasn't really writing for any kind of like, oh, I'm going to start this band, blah, 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 blah. You know, I was just like writing songs that I thought were cool. And so I had this like stash of like techie, techie deathcore or whatever songs. And then when all that shit went down with regrets, um, I went to Joe and I was like, hey, dog, like um, check this shit out. And then I, actually our OG drummer, Stefan, who was the original guy in regrets. Oh, yeah. I, don't know if you guys remember. I remember. Yeah, he had like left the band um, okay. and Mitch replaced him and then yeah. so on and so forth. But um, I had been like still seeing him at school and hanging out and shit. And then I showed him the songs and he's like, fuck, yes, like mm-hmm. let's do this. And so I got the band back together and just changed <laughs> the name. And, you know, we, we uh, re- recorded our first song was uh, Atlas Mourned. We recorded in 06. Okay. And uh, yeah, we recorded that. it like three or four more times after that. I remember that. I remember that. Because it was just never properly recorded. I was in high school and I think I went to school with, I went to Delta Charter with uh, mm-hmm. the your guitarist? Adam? I think so, because he went to Delta as well. Yeah, Adam's Adam's the guy. I fucking love it. It's actually, what's really bizarre is he is he, he moved to Boston to become a lawyer, and he's oh, in shit. town this a, week. A lawyer? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, he's a lawyer now. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I got some stories about that guy so, <laughs> for another day. <laughs> so, so in between all that and all like Tracy All Stars and uh, was it Funky Tim and the Merlots? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, so you don't just play like death metal, death metal, yeah, and like have, you know like progress or whatever like you want to call it. Yeah. Um, you also have like history in playing like uh, in like cover bands and like mm-hmm. you make good money from that or how's that? Yeah. So um, I bet. Like, I'll try to keep that short because, like, I, uh, you know, I feel really weird just talking so much about myself. No, that, this myself. is what this is what my you know this is what it's about. It's about hell yeah, man. It's about you and whoever's on here. Like, I'm trying to, you know, I don't want to. This is not going to get out to a lot of people, but to the few bullshit. Like, it's going to get out to everybody. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, I, I want to get out. You know, a message to you know whatever yeah, yeah. my you know. Guess I'm just did. saying, you know, if I come off as being a little shy, it's because no, I don't talk about myself. This is much. this is this is you, man. Um, Anywho, uh, especially the Tracy stuff. Like when I do interviews anywhere else, it's just like, oh yeah, you know, Allegiance. So how was this tour? And how was this? And how was that? And, but no one's ever like, hey, like, you know, what was your first like a local band? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, no. So funny story about that. Uh, after the Allegory thing kind of started, uh, it was really, really weird because we dropped the song and like I felt the perception was really good. But then there was like a group of people that were just like not feeling it or they were just like trying to like shut it down or I don't know. Like it was just like, oh, this is just like. I, one person was like, uh, oh, this, this shit's like programmed and it's fake. And I'm like, dude, I literally sat as this drummer played this shit. And <laughs> if anybody's ever listened to it, you can hear clearly tempo mistakes. And <laughs> mistakes all over the place. Like, you know, and, and no, you know, no, no. Uh, it's probably dis- like some young, ignorant kid. That no just- discredit. It, it, you know, it's just that when you're young, I think it, just the scene itself, like, you know, yeah. everybody, there, there was a really cool band community in Tracy for a long time. There was. And I think that every time a band came out, there was like this, like you know, oh, what are these guys doing? And yeah. then like, oh, that's that's stupid, like <laughs> you know, people throw rocks at anything. Yeah, you know, and I, I never really gave a shit. Like some of the other guys were just like, yo, this is fucking stupid, blah blah blah. But I'm like, dude, you know, people are gonna fucking hate 
let him hate. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, so I was really in deep with uh, Alligary, and then my friend Tim. So I'd been in a band with my dad when I was uh, uh, like 14 or so. We had this like you know groove band that we played shows, and I was playing bars and. That's you wait, know how did you play bars at that young age? Uh, outside. Ah, okay, yeah. okay. Luckily, okay. too, I grew a beard pretty early on, and I've always been like you know fucking ten feet tall. So like, most times I was able to like slide in. But uh, you know, um, yeah, I remember my first show ever. I was is a West Valley Bowl, and uh, I was I had to bring a cable and run it outside because like, dude, you're like thirteen or fourteen or whatever, and like you can't be here. So when you played outside, I played outside. There, the band was inside. Yes, I had oh, a long ass cable. I ran it out. If, if you guys That's are so familiar crazy. with. You're familiar with Tracy Bowl. You know that when you get in the parking lot, there's like a door. Yeah. There's the main door, and then there's like the bar door. It's like right off to the side. And I, it's not. You, I don't think you can go in that way, but I think it's like an exit door or yeah. something. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, they propped open the exit door for me, and uh-huh. I just <laughs> fucking stood out there. What the fuck? Yeah. That is so funny. And like people were coming up bowling, like looking at me, and I'm just like, like, they're like, "What are you doing, kid?" <laughs> this is like a big fucking doofy ass kid playing bass. Like, so you, really you heard poorly. it from outside, or you heard it like the music coming through the door? Yeah. I mean, they had the door open, and I could see my dad, so I could like get a because vi- my dad was a drummer oh, okay, at the time, okay. so I could see a visual of him playing drums, and I again, it probably, I probably just sucked so much balls on that show but <laughs> i was like 13 or whatever it was and like i just wanted to play and and you're playing at the tracy bowl tracy bowl yeah well for me that was a big deal because like i had never played a show before so i was like cool yeah, you know yeah. like but then i saw like the like, video performance like somebody in the audience had like a camcorder and shit oh. my god i look like such a fucking idiot <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing but anyways uh so uh i was in this band minor discord with my dad okay. I, I had a couple different names that was a name we stuck with and played and uh, we did bar gigs and whatnot, and then we met this guy Tim, who joined the band. Um, and then, after once I really started taking the metal thing on, like the the regrets and allegory mm-hmm. thing, we kind of just like we separated. Right? I want to say it was around like twenty two thousand six or something like okay. that. Okay. Um, anyways, um, so what ended up happening was he Tim had called me out of nowhere, and he had started like a cover band just to make extra money. He's like, "Hey, I started this cover band, whatever," and they had a bass player. But the dude was kind of flaking, so he's like, "Hey, like, can you just like sit in on a gig?" And I'm like, "No." I he he must have called me like five or six times throughout like a course of like three months, and I was just like, "Nope, uh, that's sellout bullshit," and I'm not doing it. <laughs> I was like, you know, in high school, and I was like, "Fucking death metal," you know, uh, fuck posters and shit. Just stupid. Yeah, but, that's just you get to play and playing and jamming with anybody and with whatever you're playing, it just feels good. And if you can make some money on the side, like. Why fuck? Why not? Yeah, well, and that was so that that's the lesson that I learned because like I, I was like you know he called me back again it must have been like oh eight or oh nine and he was like hey man like listen our bass player just fucking bailed we have like the show coming up it's like a really big deal for us like can you just come and, and show up and like you know just 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 hold a bass do something please and I was like fine okay sure whatever and so I showed up to the gig I didn't really know much of anything I I like kind of listened to I mean it's like all shit that I don't listen to you know like I don't fucking listen to John Mayer I'm like what the fuck <laughs> you know but I showed up um, and like I, I played the gig really bad and uh, <laughs> you know I just like tried to solo and make it sound cool or whatever yeah, and then yeah. we wrapped up the show and I'm just like dude like I am never doing this shit again this is a fucking waste and then at the end of the show uh, my guy Tim comes up to me and he's like okay here's your cut and I'm like what is this <laughs> They go, yeah, it's your money, your cut. And I was like, at that point, I'd literally never gotten paid. Yeah. Like, I, I had done, like, hundreds of shows at that point, and I had never gotten shit at all. Like, nothing. Do you, so remember, I, do you remember what the cut was? Yeah, it was, like, 60 or 60 bucks or something but like that. Which dope. was, like, at the time, for me, I was like, 
shit. If, or, you're, if you're in a band and the whole band gets 60 bucks, then yeah. that's amazing. That, that's, <laughs> that's, amazing. A, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I think I played one show. I, I, I kind of lied. We played one show where we had to drive kind of far. It must have been like Monterey or some, yeah. some shit like that. And they gave us like 50 or 60 bucks on like a pizza. And I was like... Sick, dude. Yeah. Like, dude, I, I think the most that, like, when we played shows, like, shit, they'll hand us, like, 40 bucks. I'm like, all right, we get, like, 10 bucks a piece. Yeah. Like, all right. And it's just, like, exactly. Or they'll, like, you know, they'll give you, like, a discount or whatever. But, like, I never had gotten paid. So, like, when I got... Um, and we were playing bigger shows. This is at the time when, like, uh, you know, Empire Theater in Stockton was oh, doing, yeah. like, the big... Yeah, they'd have, like, actual huge tour packages coming out. Yeah, yeah, like, like Winds of Plague and, like, mm-hmm. Arsonist got all the girls and shit. And, like, we were doing, like, bigger shows, yeah. but, like, we were doing pre-sales. So, like, oh, that's you know, we were hustling you. tickets, and then yeah. they'd be like, thanks for your ticket money, and now you can play your show. And yeah. I was like, that was your payment, was getting the exposure. It's like, yeah. That's, like, a weird it's form like, of, like, pay-to-play. Like. No, no, it, it's direct pay-to-play, for, oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, like, yeah, because, so. because at the end of the day... Uh, I don't know if if you guys have like actually done that like fucking hustling trying to sell tickets thing. One time, it it's fucking garbage. It sucks. One time we yeah. did that. Yeah. I I totally get it. Like you know, I totally understand what they're going for, and especially like being on the other side now. Like yeah. I get it. But even still, I think paying to play is complete bullshit mm-hmm. because it's just like it kills the scene. And honestly, I think that was one of the main reasons why our scene in Central Valley kind yeah. of died because there was a lot of that going on. All the good shows like through Modesto Virtual and like, you know, uh, I think maybe the workshop was the only place that didn't do that kind of thing. But yeah. like all the other like good shows, if you wanted to get a good show, you'd have to either play house party or you'd yeah. have to do a pre-sale show. Yeah. And it was just, you know, it was, it was trash. And uh, we did that a couple times and we, it's hard to like convince yeah. people to buy you know tickets and you're like that guy in the mall that like sells that you're in the middle fucking the kiosk. kiosk like selling random shit like fucking fucking like exactly. beta fish and shit like oh yeah buy my beta fish like no one's gonna want to fucking buy your exactly, shit yeah. so uh we did that a couple times and then like um you know it just uh yeah it was, it was just it was really really shitty at that particular time but um even those big shows we didn't make any money so when i got my cut I was like, hey, so, like, you know, I don't know, like, do you have more shows coming up? <laughs> like, you know, they go, yeah, dude, we're playing, like, all, all summer. And I'm I've like, only been, like, calling you, like, every weekend for, I was like, like three sold. years. <laughs> so, yeah, so so that was my first experience on making money and playing. And then, uh, yeah, I've been just kind of doing it ever since. I think I ran into you guys one time, and I think you were playing uh, a Smash Mouth song. No, that's completely inaccurate. I've okay. never played a Smash Mouth song. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> however, however, I would love to play a Smash Mouth song. <laughs> If that opportunity ever arises, I will definitely do it. Maybe it was a different band, and I thought it was you. I'm I think a, I'm a whore for sure. I will, I will, we had this one guy who uh, we played at a, a, some fucking bar in Dublin, and he uh, he got super wasted and was like, "Hey, fucking play Metallica." And I was like, I looked at the guys, and I was like, "No, sorry." And he's like, "Oh, I'll fucking tip you like twenty bucks." And I was like, "Okay, like sure, why not? Fuck it." So we did some really shitty version of Metallica song <laughs> and then like an hour later he came back drunker and he's like oh fucking you guys played in Metallica and I was like yeah uh, we kind of did he's like oh well here's fucking 20 bucks man play a Metallica song <laughs> what the fuck I was like dog like I can't take your money we'll, we'll just play it again yeah. you can sing it with us this time holy time. shit but yeah so I, I'm still doing that the band now is uh, Funky Tim and the Merlots reason okay. being is because uh, Funky Tim same guy that I've known for like half my life at this point. He um, he uh, plays his own solo acoustic like singer songwriter kind okay. of things. So sometimes I'll accompany him. We also have a violin player who is interesting thing. Like with the exception of my dad, all the guys that are in this band are guys that were in the original band that we played with when I was like fourteen. And that was called uh, um, uh, Minor Discord was the That's first the band. One. Yeah, the exactly. One. And then uh, it's like all the same guys again, minus my dad. He lives in L.A. now. Oh. 
Um, wow. But uh, yeah, it's wild, man. When you play with uh, like a funky Tim, like mm. it, do you get bored compared to when you play with like Illusion? Well, I guess it's <laughs> like polar opposite. Yeah, oh, dude, I fucking love it. I played. Uh, I played two days ago. Um, we did like cause we get to do like a lot of cool like little wine wine tasting rooms and mm-hmm. wineries and. It's a lot of fun because, like, it's just, a, it's a different vibe. Like, Allegiant's very, um, uh, even, like, you know, uh, the other, like, Grind Bantam and Peasant Hands, even Allegheny, all that stuff. It's always been very, like, yeah. you know, you're performing, you're putting on a show, everything's pretty strict to the grid. Like, yeah. you have a kind of a set, you know, thing that, you know, you guys play your songs the same way, et cetera, et cetera. With this band, it's, like, freedom. Like, we stretch songs out sometimes, we change the vibe of them. See, that's what I, I enjoy, I want to get more into is like when you jam with somebody and then you can just look at each other and you're like, no, we're still going. Yeah. And then you go, no, this is right here. Boom, and you end the song. Yeah, <laughs> dude. And like our, our, our guy Bob, like he does this thing on guitar where like the new thing that we're doing together is he starts finding all these really weird chord extensions. So he'll like throw a weird like 11 chord or like a, like a flat five somewhere and I'll just be like, dog, what? <laughs> so like we'll try to outcourt each other in the middle of sets and shit, and people are just like, "Cool, yeah, yeah play fucking Steve Miller." <laughs> yeah, no, it, dude, it is. I, honestly, I just jamming out. The, I honestly, the I'm fortunate enough that you know I get paid for it, which is great. But honestly, I would probably do it for free just yeah. because Damn. I have so much fun playing. And I've known these guys for years. Yeah. Like a lot of them are like father figures in a way, you know, because I kind of like they taught me. You know, when you the thing is when you're in music school, they are kind of polite. Like, oh yeah, you're a little sharp, you're a little flat, you know, you're a little you know off tempo, whatever. When you're playing like an actual band, they're like, "Dude, shut up! You know, like, you're too loud!" Like, or you're, you know, what was what was that? Yeah, just, yeah, like, don't yeah. Do that anymore. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so you mentioned peasant hands. So, mm-hmm. uh, so we had Alighieri, mm-hmm. and then uh, how many years after that, if you guys started peasant hands? So Alighieri kind of fizzled out. Uh, so we did a couple tours with Alighieri. We did like three or four uh, okay. U.S. runs, and they were all awesome. They were they were great. Um, but our drummer. We kind of went through some, I mean, I'm sure you guys remember, we went through fucking band member after band yeah. member after band member after band member. And I remember you even jumped on, uh, you jumped on two guitar as well. Well, I stayed in guitar. I, I, I jumped on bass a couple times, okay. um, I but I, I pretty much stayed on guitar, but we had our guy Adam, uh, he was, he joined as a guitar player and then he jumped on drums for a while. And he jumped on bass for a while. So everybody kind of like filled yeah, in yeah, where yeah. you. I need. just remember what Adam looked like now because we were talking yeah. about him. Like I can't remember. I'm like okay, I remember yeah. what he looks like now. <laughs> yeah, I wish I, I could have called him and just had him. He would have. Really he would have cool. came down and I don't know. We'll see. Okay, so. Um, um, but anyways, yeah. To answer yeah. question. Um, yeah, so Algieri was kind of we had gone through the whole pre-sale thing, gone through the whole touring thing, which I think touring changes the band in any regard, especially when you're to- like touring on like a low budget. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, I, I DIY'd that whole thing pretty yeah. much. I would call venues, I would email them. Damn. I was I was just fucking hustling my ass off trying to do this shit. And, like, the positive thing was, like, a lot of times we got pretty good shows. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you know, there was a follow-up of, like, making sure we got paid and making sure, like, my guys could take time off of work. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's a whole fucking... So you were a band manager as well, basically. Like, yeah. a, you had to be. Well, we kind of... Me and Joe kind of split everything. So, like, he was basically in charge of, like... Uh, on top of the music, so like excluding the music, yeah. he was basically designing everything. Mm-hmm. He was designing merchandise. He was doing concept art. He was, you know, doing layouts and, you know, doing all the the Photoshop shit that I can't do. Yeah. And just fucking killing it. And then uh, he was also kind of like my barometer. Uh, so we, we would kind of brainstorm different ideas and then he would help me kind of, you know, route things and this and that. But basically, yeah, I would like cold call venues and email promoters and call, talk to other bands and be like, hey, where do you guys play at? I just did that shit. Like I said, two or three times, and it just kind of like every time we did it, it just got better and better and better. But um, our drummer Adam, who was our last guy at the time, he was 
uh, kind of at the point where he wanted to go to school and he kind of wanted to like go, mm-hmm. go down that route. And he's like, I just need to change. I want to do this and that. And we were all kind of, you know, a little bit haggard from the road as it was. We we're kind of getting like this greasy mentality of like, you know, like, you know, fuck tech metal, fuck this, you know, everything's got to be gross and shitty and nasty. And like, <laughs> so when he decided to go to school, we kind of had like a little gestation period where we just said, you know, we're writing these songs. I, I never stopped writing. I just kept writing shit. But uh, it just wasn't sounding like Allegory anymore. And yeah. like one of the key members, Adam had been like a, our third wheel of the tricycle for such a long time. Yeah, to have yeah. him leave, it was just kind of like, you know, man, let's just shelve this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I still love those songs. You know, I, I think that there will be a time at some point where that will, you know, potentially surface. But it just needed to, like, stop. And then we needed to kind of go. I was getting into listening to different kinds of music anyways and... So, I mean, it's still me and Joe at the forefront, but it was uh, just a greasier, like, no riffs, no, like, techie, mm-hmm. no breakdowns. It was just kind of, like, grime. So what, what are, who are the uh, current members in Peasant Hand? Current members are uh, me, uh, Joe, and uh, our drummer, Big Joe, which so is actually a, the smallest guy. In so it's a three-piece. It's a three-piece band, yeah. We, um, we had a bass player for a while, um, just didn't really work out. And honestly, the way that technology works now is I can... You know, um, I mean, it was a shame to see him go, but at the same time, you kind of have to keep going. You can't just, like, stop. Yeah. So, um, yeah, our, my uh, good old trusty MacBook is the bass player for right now. Oh, but, uh, okay, okay. So if anyone wants to play bass in my band, just, <laughs> or know of a good bass player, please please call me. Um, so let's talk more about uh, Elysian. They're from Colorado. Like, how did they contact you? How did you get into that, like? Yeah, so that whole that whole thing. Yeah. Um, the Legion thing. Yeah, because you're from here. Yeah. Th- I mean, did they contact you? Like, did you have to fly out to try out? Like, what's going on with that? that yeah. Um, so that was a cool story. Uh, so right around, like, early Peasant Hands times, like, I mean, it might have even been before Peasant Hands, like, maybe 2014, 2015, um, I had a mutual friend, uh, hit, like, uh, post something online saying, hey, you know, this, this band from Colorado needs, like, a fill-in or something on bass. Yeah. So I, um, I kind of just like, you know, I was like, well, shit, it's the same like the August Burns Red thing. Right? Oh, okay, I was just okay. like, fuck it, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. So I hit him up and I said, hey, man, like, um, you know, you guys need to fill in. Here's my deal. At this time, I already had a license and I already had all my shit. So I was like, hey, if this actually works, like, I'm, I can do it. You're ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Well, uh, sorry, before you continue, at what, like, what year, when, when did this all happen? I want to say it was like 2015. Okay. 20, yeah, 2014, 2015. I had already been working full time. I was like working full time at my job. Um, still doing the cover band, um, still doing out like allegory peasant hands kind of, but it wasn't really trans. It was transition. Yeah, we were kind of in like that growing period. Of, like, what what are we gonna do? Like, yeah. what's going on? Um, so I um, I hit up I hit them up and I said, hey, listen, you know, I'm down to fill in whatever, you know. And they're like, okay, well here, you know, learn this song and send us a video of you playing the song. You know, pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. So I did it. Um, I did it in my work clothes. I think actually that video is still <laughs> online. I, I, I think I left it on there because, you know, fuck it. I don't give we a shit. We should link that in this description. I'll put it in the bio because yeah. it's going YouTube. Perfect. <laughs> well, this interview's over. Uh, <laughs> no, um, so I, I uh, yeah, I just sent him a video, uh, sent him a video of me playing. Um, and uh, he hit me back up and was like, yeah, dude, like, that's, that's awesome. Cool. Thanks. And then I was like, okay, cool. And then like, a week went by and like I didn't hear anything and I was Yo, that's like, like the worst feeling and I was like cool so like what's what's the deal here and then he's like oh yeah you know you're still like the front runner but you know uh, and this is a I, I apologize for my impressions because I'm not trying to be like you know disrespectful or anything but uh, it, it was uh, our guitar player Greg in Allegiant 
and he was uh, he was super friendly about it. Um, he was just like, well, like, hey, like you know, you're still like the you know the the front running guy, but you know we have this other stuff we're trying to figure out, so we'll just don't call us, we'll call you kind of thing. And I was like, okay. Uh... Which, you know, in the music business, like, you just can't take it personally. Yeah. You just gotta be like, you know, fuck it, whatever. Uh, yeah. I mean, these days, there's so many musicians, everybody yeah. wants to, you know. Exactly. And, like, <laughs> you know, you can't, like, you know, anything that you say is just gonna make you look like, if you're taking it personally, you're being, you know, stupid. Yeah. So, uh, I just let it go. And then um, he kept kind of just chiming in every now and again, like, hey, that's we're still on, you know, uh, we'll send you some stuff in a bit. And then I just kind of kept going, okay, sure, you know, just let me know. And then it got to a point where it was like a week before the tour, I want to say. And I was like, hey, listen, like, I kind of need to let my work know if this tour is going to happen. Like, you know, can you just tell me what's going yeah, on? Yeah, understandable. And he was just like, listen, man, I'm really, really sorry. Um, our bass player is actually going to do this tour with us. Uh, um, he worked something out with work and uh, he's going to make it. So we more or less don't really need you. And I was like, word, man. I was like, well, hey, thanks for letting me know, whatever. Yeah. And that was it. And like, that was like. For how long? For like a, a good couple years. Holy that was shit. It. And they just put you like in the file. I want to. I want to say it was like a, at least a year. I mean, I'm really bad with time, so like if anything is inaccurate no, with time, but it felt like a couple but, years. But still, it was a long time. It was a long time, but you know, it, it was fine because like you know, I had already kind of like had this peasant hands idea kind of yeah. cooking, and you know, Joe. The thing about Joe, um, he's like fucking the most like driven, motivated person for literally anything I've ever met. I like mean, he he will just fucking like if you tell him. There's a chance to get this particular thing by going, like, fucking way out of your way to do it. Like, driving to fucking Seattle to <laughs> take a chance on something. He will be like, cool, when are we leaving? Like, I mean, he, Joe's, Joe's just, a, like, just like you, another multi-skilled person. Yeah, like, he's and, fucking, like, interviewing, like, fucking celebrities in fucking L.A. right now for, like, film doing? festivals and shit. Wow. And then he's like, yeah, you know, uh... Uh, I'm interviewing fucking Bruce Campbell right now, but I'll be back. Really? I'll be back to tattoo in like four hours. I I'm didn't like, know he was doing that. Maybe he, I, dude, I better get him on here then. He does it. Yeah, you should. And he's also uh, he's also been breakdancing for how long? Like yeah. for since yeah. for, since I met him. He's he. I think he's a fucking alien. Actually, he just like <laughs> he but, might be. He but, might. But, be. but the thing is, is like you know, like he's been my right hand for so long, and then like he also just like I said that that driving force. So like when. You know, that, that Allegiant thing. It's not like I was really, like... I mean, I, of course I was looking forward to it, yeah. but it wasn't like a, oh, I need this, or that's it, I'm fucking done. It was right. just kind of like, if this works out, cool. If it doesn't work out, whatever. I have this other thing that I'm doing. Yeah. Because I never wanted to, like, just sit and be, like, you know, fucking poor me, you know? So I just, you know, we just kept business as usual and kept going on that. And this is when things get really interesting, because at that time, um, Peasant Hands was starting to form up. I had started some like bass solo stuff just for fun, like uh -huh. little videos of me just yeah. doing my thing. Like the uh, social media stuff? Yeah, social media, just a I couple love, videos. I love watching those, by the way. Cause ah, dude, thanks. I, and I'm glad that you are playing with Elysian right now because, and I see your pictures and you play in front of, like, I'm like, finally, because this is, this is what you're meant to do. I'm sorry. This is what you're meant to do. Like, yeah, well, thanks. Play in front of all these people because you're so talented, you're so skilled. And this guy like blows my mind. You guys gotta check it out, like really. So just continue, just, just link that first audition video. <laughs> no, no, just continue. All the mistakes. Um, no, I, uh, yeah. So I basically just kind of uh, went through the motions on that, and then we uh, we we built up Peasant Hands to be this thing. Uh, we started playing a couple shows, and like, dude, it, it went really well. I mean, we had a little bit of hiccup with getting our album released in a timely fashion because we were spending so much time trying to like perfect it. Mm. But, um, yeah, we were so satisfied. Things were lining up really good with that. And then uh, the bass solo thing was kind of cool. And then I got actually hit up by another band, like a really big band, just out of nowhere, because one of my mutual friends was like, dude, like, we need a bass player. And, like, 
you're that guy. What band is that? Um, I don't know if I should say. Okay, you don't have to. Yeah, say I don't want to. I don't want to make a thing out of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Continue. Yeah, but anyways, um, they uh, they had hit me up right around that time, and they were like, it was really weird because um, everything kind of happened at once. So, Peasants, as they were starting to grow, um, we Peasants got a, a record label offer. And, uh, like, it was huge for us. Like, we we're like, fuck, oh, my God, we finally fucking did it. Like, Jesus. And it was like, you know, they'd hit us up. They'd heard the demo. Uh, like, um, like a, basically like an early copy of it. Yeah. And um, they were just like, yeah, like, we're all in on this, you know, sign your name kind of thing. And we were just like, fuck, like, great. So we signed our deal. And uh, that same day, the other band had, had hit me up. And then they were like, hey, you know, this, this is what's going on. We're looking for this guy. And I was like, cool, yeah, send me the music. So they sent me the music. And then that, I think it was like that same week, um, they uh, announced that the bass player for Allegiant was leaving. What the, the of course. And then so like, like. All the same goddamn yeah, time. So dude. like I hit like, uh, I, I might have hit up, that, that might have been, like I said, maybe a little bit before the record signing. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Um, but in any case, I hit him up. And I was like, hey, hey, Greg, what's going on? Like, I'm still. You know, like, what's going on with your bass player? Like, you know, well, what's up? And he's like, dude, I am so fucking glad you, you texted me. Like, shit. Um, and he'd already assumed that, you know, because I had been so busy, I guess maybe fucking the curse of online perception. Yeah. He's like, I thought you were just, like, way too busy to, like, take anything else or on. Or you were just like, ah, oh, whatever, you guys fucking... Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I you know, uh, anyways, everything kind of converged at one point, And then basically all these bands were just like, you know, well, I shouldn't say all these bands. The two bands were, you know, basically, you know, hey, man, like, if you want to work on something, we can make this happen. And then I was doing my band getting signed and getting that whole thing kind of lined up. Um, and then, basically, um, I, the other band thing, I, I learned a couple songs, did my thing, and then uh, it kind of just fell through. It just didn't really, you know, I guess, metabolize into anything. Yeah. And then um, Allegiant hit, hit me up and was like, hey, um, so if you're serious, we have this thing coming up. Um, and we'd like to talk to you about it. We're playing, uh, I want to say it was the fucking Metal Blade tour. It was with, like, mm -hmm. Cattle Decapitation and Whitechapel. Oh, and, well, Cattle Decapitation. Um, Necromancy and, and Stone. Uh, something I, like that. I've seen, uh, yeah, I, I, saw, I saw Cattle Decap, and I've seen, um, um, what was the other band? Uh, Whitechapel. The Whitechapel, I've seen the, both of them, they're really good. And yeah, they're, fuck, dude, they're <laughs> insane. Uh, but, yeah, they're like, hey, we have this Metal Blade tour coming up. Um, we're going to be in town. I think we're going to, like, the Warfield or the Fillmore or something. Like, hey, like, come out. Mm. You know, we can talk about business and, what you know, whatever. Because at this point, there had been, like, a couple of weeks, I think, where we didn't really communicate because I was oh, working wow. on this other band doing other shit. Um, and then Peasant Ends, obviously. Uh, anyway, so my buddy Adam was in town again visiting. He'd already, he was going through school, I think, wrapping up. And then I was like, dude, like, I have this, like, I'm supposed to go out to the Fillmore. They told me, like, I'm on the guest list, and, like, I'm pretty sure this is, like, a fucking joke. So, <laughs> do you want to, like, come with me as, like, support in case this just, like, yeah, backfires? Yeah. So, yeah, fuck yeah. So, dude, we got, we went to, uh, oh, man, uh, Goat Whore was the other band on that building. Oh, right? wow. Yeah, I got a funny story about that guy, too. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, uh, any, anyways, <laughs> um, so, uh, so we show up. I showed up early. I was kind of nervous because I mean dude I'm gonna walk to the front and be like hey I'm here I'm on the guest list you know I'm gonna be like uh, get the fuck out of here loser. <laughs> yeah. I just drove an hour and a half to get fucking turned away Shit. and get a massive prank pulled on me what year was this now? this is uh, 2017 okay. I wanna okay. say okay. yeah uh, 2016, 2017 something like that so bad with dates um, <laughs> so anyways me and Adam got there a little early so we we did the like the fucking knowledgeable thing and went to like fucking like uh, like Japantown or went to like one of like the little malls and just fucking got Got drunk on sake oh, and sushi oh, okay. and just there like, just fucking like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna leave the best impression of this guy, you know, because like, 
we we didn't get shit faced, but like I, I got yeah, I got a little drunk. Yeah, I, I was feeling good. good, and I was like, you know what? If nothing's gonna happen, so like I walked up to the front. I'm like, yeah, I'm on the guest list, you know, for a legion. And she's like, um, what's your name? And I was like, here's my ID. And she goes, oh, okay, cool, you're here, you're in. And I was like, wow, it worked. <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, so then I, I walked back there, um, and they're like, yeah, this is like all access, so uh, backstage is over here, because I was like, I have a meeting. So I walked back, uh, I saw them, play. as I walked in, a Legion was playing. So like, oh. it was like, I got to see them, them playing, and they already had a bass player doing their thing. Um, Andrew, Andrew Grevy, one of the fucking nicest guys in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I watched their set, and then I went backstage, and the, I walk in, I'm like, you know, doing that whole like job interview, like, yeah. got this, we're fine. And the first person I see is uh, Riley, our vocalist, and he's like, Boo Boo Money, what's up, man? And I was like, What? What? He's like, He just called you? He just called me that. And and then he looks to Greg and he's like, Dude, did you not tell him? And I was like, what's What's going on, guys? Like, come on. He's like, Oh, yeah, well, you know, we have a Brandon in the band and we have a Michael in the band, and your name's Brandon Michael. So we were gonna just call you BM, but we're like that's kind of rude. <laughs> so we're just like uh, fucking uh, uh, boo boo money. That's what we're oh, gonna call you. So that's, like, so that's how you got boo boo so money. So that's yeah. That was I think okay. it was Riley was the guy who. So that was really weird to walk into. Because uh, I seen that on your Instagram because you did a, a interview, mm-hmm. and I was like boo boo money. I was like, I mean that sounds like something Brandon would say. He would definitely <laughs> say boo boo money. But I never heard anybody call Brandon Boo Boo Money. Yeah, it just it just stuck on their end. I think I think they were just like looking for because uh, when you know I mean you guys know when you play you like I would say somebody's first name or last name like hey fucking you know like Art or you know yeah. hey hey Park or you know like whatever right yeah. you know like uh, so that's how it's always been. But because there's a Brandon and a Michael in the band, ah, that makes sense. They couldn't you know yeah. so and so is that what they currently call you? Yeah, they still call me Boo Boo to this day. Like, they, <laughs> I, I, literally, no one in the band has called me Brandon or Michael or Michael. No, I, to the, to this day, it's, it's just Boo Boo. Sometimes it goes Boo Boo Muffin. Sometimes it's just you know um, just Boo Boo. Sometimes it's just Boo. Sometimes it's fucking asshole. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but um, I walked in. We had a meeting, uh, and they're basically like, "Hey, we have these two um, like um, events coming up." Uh, they're like charity events, but they're like headlining sets. So like um, to to kind of break it down, like support slots are usually like thirty five to forty minutes, okay. twenty five to forty minutes. Headlining slots are usually like you know sixty to ninety minutes. So like, yeah. uh, so they're basically we have these two headlining slots. It's gonna be a lot of material. Um, it's gonna be next month. Do you want to like you know come in and like do these gigs? And I was like, yeah, dude, like fucking let's do it. So um, I they sent me a fucking a shitload of music. Like, I, f- I feel like maybe they can, you know, elaborate at some point. But um, well, if it was 40 minutes, and how long are the songs? You know, it was, it was a 60... Oh, we, sh- yeah, we, we played, oh we, you we headlined. We headlined. Yeah, headlined. yeah they, they had two headlining dates oh, coming shit. up. So you were playing like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, hour, so hour and 20, something like that. That's a lot And they were just like, here's material. like all the material, you know, here's all the, shit, all the stuff. Dude. So like, I learned it. I tried to get it down to the best of my ability. And uh, yeah, I just, I took a fucking chance and I flew out. And it, the whole thing was just really surreal. Surreal. The first show was a. Uh, so they flew you out. They flew me out. That's so cool. <laughs> um, it was a. Uh, it was. Um, I want to say the first show was in Denver uh, at a place called Summit Music Hall, and um, no, actually I take it back. The first show was in a, a town called Beardstown, Illinois, which is actually uh, our drummer's hometown-ish okay. kind of area, and he hadn't played there. Like I, that was like the first metal band that had ever played there. It was like a little oh, bar, but it was like a charity. Yeah. So like uh, it was like kind of like. 
imagining like uh, a big band going to like the fucking Great Plate or something. So like everybody was like, "Fuck yeah!" So like the place was just packed house, and everybody knew each other. You know, it was like or like the Legion. I don't know if you guys remember Legion Hall. Yeah. Same, same kind of thing. It's like, oh, fucking, you know, terrorists at the fucking yeah, Legion Hall. Yeah, Holy yeah. shit. Like, I don't yeah. listen to hardcore. Costa Nachos. Costa Nachos. Costa Nachos. Oh, oh, damn it. I miss that place. Oh, um, good. Yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah. So I flew out. Um, we did the rehearsals. And it was a really weird, like, I, I don't want to be disrespectful. It was like a really weird cold vibe. Like, the thing with all the bands in Tracy, like, everybody knew each other. Yeah. So everyone yeah. was like, oh, what's up? How's it going? This and that. Blah, blah, blah. It was here. It was just like, we showed, I showed up and it was like, okay, let's, let's run through it. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. So I did my thing and, um, uh, I was so fucking nervous on that first show. Like, we played and he's like, you know, the drummer's mom was there. He, oh. she hadn't, she hadn't seen them play. I don't know if, if ever really. How much time did you have to practice those, like, hour and a half like sack. a month I, so I, I I had enough time I mean um, but it's a I mean, dude, you had to like drop a lot of shit and just concentrate on this one thing yeah if you've ever listened to our band like it, those guys are fucking shred masters there's a lot of notes so they're just like, <laughs> yeah, like they, they're one of the few bands too uh, I guess we are one of the few bands I feel like you know really because we play eight strings and uh I don't think we even really have a breakdown. Maybe like one mm-hmm. in the entire I discography. I dig that a lot. So it's just like they're like fucking just moving. They're moving the whole time. So yeah. it's just like you know, um, you know, it was definitely an adjustment because even with um, you know Allegory, like I had like written those riffs. So for me, it was just like you know fucking cake. You know, yeah, because yeah, you wrote them. Because I wrote them, yeah, yeah. But you know, learning all this stuff is just it was a little overwhelming. But it was also kind of cool because the other band that um, I had remember I told you there's two bands that were I was kind of talking to. The other band was like a straight tech dead band, like oh. straight tech. And um, I had learned a couple of their songs, and I was just like, at the end of it, it was really cool. But just like trying to like, it was one of those things like I don't know if you guys are familiar with like Necrophagist or like Smana Possession, where it's just like it'll be like the same riff, but it'll like change a couple things at the end, or they'll like move it up a half okay. step. And, yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah, and there's like no rhyme or reason. It's just like fucking tech for the sake of being tech which is sick as shit but like playing it it's just like you have to I've always been more about like fucking enjoying my shows you know? yeah like fucking having a good time and like it's really hard to do that when you're just like yeah you gotta, you gotta actually look you have to yeah, actually yeah, look and yeah. And the, the, not, you can't just be like looking around and playing you just gotta yeah. be like oh my god I gotta make sure I play every fucking right note so, so sick at, shit. at this time I was like learning basically both bands music and like a legion was kind of nice because there was like these moments where I could just be like a bass player. Yeah. You know, I didn't have to like follow the guitars. I could just kind of groove on the low notes or make my own thing. Um, so it was it was nice. So I guess in, in that regard, uh, there was definitely prep involved, but it wasn't like um, I guess I, I had enough time. But uh, I showed up to the gigs, and the first one I thought went really well. And then uh, the second one comes along. It's like the day day later, and then they're basically like, "Hey, like this is our hometown show. We have a lot of like friends coming out." Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, these guys' friends are, like, big, big guys. You know, like, these are guys who play, like, you know, in bands like Havoc and Damn. bands like fucking um, Job for a Cowboy and shit. And I'm just like, Cephalic Carnage. And I'm like, dude, like, you have all these guys coming out. Um, and, like, this is this is overwhelming, you yeah. know. But he was just, he wasn't trying to get in my head. He was just like, hey, like, you know, it's going to be a big show for us. It's going to be a Hopetown show. You know, just have fun, do your, your thing. Um, so at this point I'm feeling pretty high on it. Like I'm feeling great. I'm like, dude, like I think I have this gig locked down. Yeah. You know, like I, I fuck it. I know I killed it. And I very, I say that with like trying to be like, as uh, I guess like, uh, not non-conceited, I guess oh. is the way to put it. I, I was just like, I knew in my heart, like, you know, when you, you kill something, I'm yeah. like, I fucking killed this. You, you destroyed the fucking, so, yeah. I so we're going it. into the second show and then the guitar player's like, Hey man, like, I just want to like, thank you for, um, and this is before the set. He's like, I just want to thank you for like coming in and filling in. Like, 
we still have more people to audition you know um, but I just, and, and at this point I had like met everybody I had met like the bass player the original bass player that was leaving I had like partied with him the night before I had met everyone's families like their dad Damn. and their sisters that was, and, like, that was considered an audition I, I, I well that, that was the thing so I had met all these people like OG fans who've been following the band since like the allegory days for Legion like the early yeah, early yeah, yeah, first yeah. album like yeah, EP yeah, shit yeah. and they're like dude like, you're the guy you're the one and everyone's like telling me like you know like dude like you're the guy like I, I'm so glad you know happy that you're, you're involved in this and then I just remember feeling like it was a kind of a done deal and then Greg sat me down and was like hey just like you know thanks for like you know thanks for trying out man um, we have another couple other people we gotta talk to and you know but you really kind of saved us on this so you know wow. like thanks man and I was just like what fuck man like you had to tell me this before we yeah. played the show. Yeah, you like, could just like, be like, hey, this is a tryout. There's yeah, no and, certainty in anything. No, no. And what's funny, too, is like, um, he'll, to this day, he's like, I don't remember ever saying that. I'm like, dude, you fucking absolutely <laughs> said that. Shit, dude. And he sat there, and he was just, and he was, again, he was he was just trying to follow due process, because yeah. I think Metal Blade had had other people in mind. Uh, they knew a couple other people that, like, okay. their bands had recently disbanded or something, and they're like, hey, yeah. this guy, you know. He, I mean, he probably had to tell you what he had to tell you, you know. Yeah, so he was just like, you know, we need to audition these other guys and whatever. And so, again, I didn't take it personal, but I took a walk. Uh, I'll never forget this. I, I left the, the venue. I took a walk by myself, and I was just like, dude, like, if this is going to be my last show with this band, I'm going to fuck fucking murder it. I'm going to set this bar so unrealistically high that if they get somebody else, they're going to regret. Hell yeah. You know, ever, like, passing up on me, you know? like, And it, it was super cheeseball, but, like, you know, in my mind, I was like, you know, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking put my heart into this shit. Um, so I, I did, I, I'll, there's a, it's, the footage is really hard to find, but I think if you Google like a Legion Summit Hall, okay, you can, you can find it, um, maybe, I don't know. Where'd you, where'd you say it was? At, it was uh, in Denver. It was Denver. a hometown okay, show. Okay. Yeah. So I remember we, we played the show and like, <clears throat> I don't know what it looked like visually, but I just remember like, I fucking like, I just put everything out there. Like at the end of the show, it was to the point where like when we wrapped up playing, I think I like walked off stage and just didn't talk to anybody for like two minutes just to like. Yeah, you know, take it all in and be like, you know, because I was, dude, my bass was just so greasy, like salt marks everywhere. Oh, yeah. and I, I, it was a fucking, and you know, big guys sweat, so like yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. like drenched, and I was like, you know, fuck it, I fucking did it, you know, have at it. And so then all these people came up to me after the show, like all these these you know like fans or whatever, and like just like mouth agape, like fuck, like holy shit, like you know, wow. That's, that's I still do that, and I, even when I just see you on on Instagram because this guy's literally like it doesn't even look like it doesn't look real but <laughs> and I'm like what the you shit you know it's dude? funny it's like I'm telling the story and like maybe in my mind I'm like imagining it to be this way maybe everyone's just like oh yeah good show dude but like in my mind like everyone was just like you know you, you absolutely killed it so I was like hey tell that guy like, I just kept telling everybody yeah. I was like go, go to the guitar player yeah. go to the guys in the band Tell them, tell them all this stuff. I, I appreciate it, I really do, but like, like let them know. So like, I was trying to basically do my own due process. And then uh, when the big league friends came around, um, I was like, you know, packing up my stuff. And then the big league guys were like, oh, who's the new bass player? You know, come on, welcome to the family, this and that. And like, I was like, I'm so glad you're saying this. Like, yeah. say it louder, say it louder so everyone can hear it. Um, but either way, like, uh, the show went really well. And then the guitar player came, uh, he's like, hey man, like we're gonna go hit the bar. Um, if you guys ever check out, Allegion shot a video called All Hail Science um, at this uh, brewery called Black Sky. It's kind of like our home base okay. in Colorado. And uh, basically we go, every time we play in Denver, we go party there afterwards. So they're like, hey, you know, we're all going to Black Sky. Hey man, like take a drive with me and let's go. Like after we all packed up and shit. Damn. And the guitar player is basically just like, um, 
like big size like so here's the deal uh metal blade and like um i don't even know if he said metal blade he's just like you know we have these other guys that we kind of have to audition they've just been friends of the band for a long time like you fucking killed it just you know kind of like a you know you did good but like no hard feelings if it doesn't work out kind of thing and I was yeah. Like, yeah you know it is what it is so we, we grabbed some beers and then he's basically just like yeah like you know um we're gonna we have a couple more things coming up and then we'll just kind of be in touch throughout the process and i was like cool you know whatever at that point i had felt i did what i had to do yeah. so like if, if it wasn't gonna work out i still had peasant hands going on we had just gotten signed mm -hmm. so we had that whole thing like yeah. lining up which was a whole story in itself, but uh, for another day. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that yeah, another time. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, so I the next morning they took me to the airport. I flew home. The whole time home, I just like felt really good about myself uh, in terms of like you know me doing a good job, at least the best yeah. of my ability. And then I was gonna, I wanted to see you know my my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Uh, see my family, see my dogs, the whole deal. And then um, I got home. I remember I needed to get a new car because I had like my other car just shit out on me so uh, i was like okay I, I gotta first thing i gotta do is i gotta go buy a car um so i'm you know doing all this stuff or whatever and then uh i think it was the same day maybe the day later um greg had called me the guitar player he's like hey man how, how was your flight i want to say it was the same night he's like hey yeah. man how was your flight did you get home safely i'm like i'm like yeah man it was it was good man Th thanks for asking i'm just kind of settling in he goes cool man well um uh if you want the gig it's yours oh shit. Wow. I, I think it was a day later because i think um I think it was after like the the show had passed or something. Either way, but he's yeah, basically just like yeah, if you want it, it's yours. That's Yo, how it is. I like how casually he offered it to you. Yeah, if you want it, it's yeah. Yours. He's like, it was just kind of like a, I, I want to remember it. like it was just like, if you want it, it's yours, <clears throat> you know. Like, <laughs> but uh, it, it wasn't like that. He was just like, yeah, you know, if, if, if gig yours if you want it, man. What was your reaction though? Uh, I was I was a little taken aback, dude, because because like I'd already psyched myself out to just kind of yeah. like. You know, like, it was a cool opportunity, and, like, I really did feel like the, those couple days, you know, going from all the shit that I've done and all the shit I've, the time and, and shit I've invested, and you guys, you know, know that nothing is ever guaranteed. Like, right, you, exactly. you can pour your money and your heart and your songs right. and, and do everything, quote, the right way, but there's no guarantee that you're going to make it. So, like, for me, I got, like, a taste of it, so I was just like, you know, cool. Like, you know, like, I, I got a taste of it, I did yeah. my best. Yeah. And so, like, I'd psych myself out to just get back on the grind and to kind of go do our thing. And then when they offered it to me, I was just like, I was just, I sat there for a minute, and I was like, wow, th that's wild. So, what did you have to prepare for after that? Was there a tour? No, there was nothing. Oh, <laughs> you're just in. So they basically, they, they told me I, I had joined, but then they, like, didn't, nothing got really announced or anything because we had nothing else on, on, on the oh. books. Um, so it was kind of a really weird time. Like, we got hired, or I got hired, and then we had a few months where we didn't do much. But then, uh, yeah, man, rest is history. We got our first tour as a, with me and the band, I should say. Was that overseas? Mm -mm. No. First one was a U.S. tour with a band called uh, Nabla Viscaris, which had become... The absolute best friends of mine. I That's love those so guys. Cool. We toured with them like four times already, um, overseas and in Australia. Um, Man, but so you fucking been to places? I've I've been to a couple places. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a couple places, places so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, it was cool, man. And like, I guess here we are, man. That's what's your what's your uh, favorite spot to play? A favorite spot to play. I I really like playing home. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I it's. Honestly, even anywhere in California, really. Um, well, speaking of that, what do you have coming up? I, I saw you had uh, some some shows lined up that are yeah, coming yeah. up real close. So uh, we released an album earlier this year uh, called Apoptosis uh, yeah. in uh, July, I want to say. 
And uh, we basically are kind of like scheduling different legs of the tour to try to hit uh, as many markets as we can in the U.S. So we did the first leg uh, about a month or so ago, a month or two. And then uh, we're doing leg two with uh, a band called Inferi and a band called Paladin. Um, that starts on October 12th, I want to say. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're hitting a lot of spots. I'm going to be gone for about a month. What do you, uh, do you have anything nearby? Yeah, we, uh, I gotta check the up so bad, so I'm prepared. Um, we're playing, uh, Oakland Metro, I want to say. What day? Uh, do you know exactly? I can tell you. Do we you can, we can have some idle talk while I find the... Yo, cause I'm, player. I'm really, I, I try to, I think I wanted to catch, uh, Peasant Hands. Yeah. Uh, I missed that one. I, I'm just, I'm probably not as busy as you, but I'm fucking busy too. No one's as busy as me, goddammit. <laughs> uh, well, and, and, uh, it'd be really cool to, you know, to catch a Legion and, uh, to, you know, to, to see you that, like, in that, you know. Yeah, yeah. In that light, you know, because I haven't seen you play in a long time. Yeah, man, it's been a minute. <laughs> it has definitely, well, there's no places in town, really. Uh, like I said, you have to go to the Bay Area or go oh, to Sacramento. yeah, I know, that's all, I don't. I mean, the closest I play is in Stockton. I throw shows here, but it's a it's a pub. Well, book my band, man. <laughs> we want peasant hands. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, totally. Uh, see, that's the thing with me is that I um, peasant hands were a little bit more selective on shows just because I have. I'm I'm not trying to sound like I'm above anyone no, in any regard at all, I, but no, I, I've I, played so many shows that have been like in front of like no one or like yeah, I've driven exactly. three hours and dude, I don't even want to talk about that. You, you know what I mean? I know I know no. about the being selective because you know we've talked about like like. You know, is this worth it? Is like, we're gonna we're gonna spend all of our money to yeah. go out here and play like on a Sunday night work the next day. Not only money, but time. So, yeah. yeah, and then like time, like you know, with, with peasant hands, not that Algae or anything like that was anything less, but like it was a very personal experience for all of us to write that music because yeah. we, we wrote it together. That peasant, hands, I don't think I explained this, but uh, I didn't do any prep work with peasant hands. We I wrote the songs basically in the room with the guys so it's ready to go basically yeah yeah well so there was no like you know here i wrote these songs and now learn them it was like hey we're writing this together so it's like a really really personal process yeah collaborative and um it was really special to me and i one thing i wanted to do and when i mean selective was that i didn't want to just like be like how it used to be and just take everything that i got offered like oh i'll play a fucking you know i'll, I'll pay like a, a three-year-old's birthday party i don't give a shit <laughs> you know i'll play here i'll play there but like now it's a little bit more like yeah. you know i want to make sure we get paid a little bit course, i want to make sure that course. the show is like going to do something for us yeah absolutely. And, the, and the arts being like you know kind of interpreted as intended so um we still play for sure we're in writing mode now but um you know if a, an event comes up and we can make it happen we can swing it then we uh we get our shit together and we do it um, What's your minimum pay? Five million dollars. <laughs> I can give you like sixty bucks. No, <laughs> sold. Sounds good. So the date at the uh, Oakland Metro. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the tour uh, starts in Salt Lake on the fifteenth. It goes to Oakland on the twenty-first, which I believe is a Monday. October twenty-first. October twenty-first. So I think yeah, I, I think, the, I, think I can be there. There's a little thing. I'm tickets. Um, I think they vary. Um, they're pretty pretty affordable though. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's cool. Uh, one thing that's cool about this, it's a headlining run. So as I mentioned, we get to play longer, which I yeah. fucking love doing. Also, these bands that are touring with us um, are Paladin? Paladin and Inferi okay. are fucking sick-ass bands, mm -hmm. sick-ass guys. Um, yeah, it's just it's going to be a, a lot of fun. I think, you know, uh, just getting a chance to hang out with these guys and work together. That That's, I think, been my favorite part, actually, about this whole process, is just, like, meeting... Yeah, that's, like, my most favorite thing when I play yeah. all shows, meeting different people, networking, and just, yeah. you know... Just... I, I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember, fun little story, um, I remember we, so we played, um, uh, something called the Summer Slaughter Tour, like, last year, 
And the tour was kind of rough, to be honest. Um, it was uh, a really weird year because it was mostly like prog and like gent bands. Okay. Uh, Summer Slaughter is typically known for like the death metal and like gruesome. Oh, uh, I see. So we, we toured, the headliner for that tour was the Between the Buried and Me, and I think Born of Osiris, Veil of Maya, Man, Era. I didn't even know all these bands still play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and they not on top of playing, they're like super successful. Uh, Damn. BT Bam actually got Veil nominated for a Grammy. Oh, really? Year. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, what so the? like. Yeah, so these bands are are still doing it and they're still fucking killing it, but uh, the tour for us wasn't really great. Um, there weren't really a lot of like death metal bands on that on that lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, with all due respect to everybody else, and we were kind of like a, a sore thumb in a lot of ways. But I mean, we, we got along with everybody, so that wasn't the problem. It was just like you know we we played really early, you know, and a lot of our fans were like, we don't want to come and see you to play for twenty minutes, you know, oh. at three o'clock in the afternoon when we don't like these kind of bands. Yeah. And I'm sure their fans. We're like, you know, why the fuck do we want to see... How many songs is three minutes? Uh, it was 20, 25. Um, maybe up to 30, but we played like minutes, I mean. five, six songs most. Yeah, so... Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. But I remember, like, you know, we were getting pretty beat. Yeah. Tour was, was really tough. The load-ins were really early. And uh, everybody was kind of in, like, this, like, really kind of bad state of mind. But I remember we played this one venue. And it just, like, fucking clicked for me. I was, uh... forget where it was, but we had played... Uh, and BT Bam was obviously doing their thing. They were headlining and I remember there was a couch on the side of the stage. It was, like, just off to the way offside. And I grabbed myself, like, a $2 margarita and just, like, <laughs> sat on the couch and just watched their set from the side and just thinking, like, dude, like, fucking 16-year-old me would be, like, shitting his pants right now. Like, you know, it's really not that bad. You yeah. Know, like, tours can be rough. You know, then you worry about, like, you know, transportation or merch sales or you know, head counts and all this other shit, but, like, when you're sitting there and you're hearing, like, selkies being played, like, right next to you, and then you get to, like, high-five their guitar player after they're done, it's just, like, fuck, yeah. you know? So that that's really what it is for me. I mean, just, like, the experience of it. I mean, obviously getting paid is important, and our band is, you know, is, is doing our thing, but, like, that, that whole experience of just meeting these guys and, you know, yeah. be like... Dude, I fucking listen to your albums. Like, what the fuck? And we're eating sushi. What? What's happening? You know? <laughs> so, yep. Uh, well, we're dying in here. So I got one more question yes. for you. Um, so on tour, did you witness anything crazy? Like any like crazy things? Any like crazy tour stories? Um, you're not not really. I mean, um, the thing is, I think there's a big misconception. Like, a lot of bands do party, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and you see, like, a lot of bizarre shit here and there. But, I mean, most people, to get to where we get, to get to where we get, um, in, in, for any band, really, like, you have to work really, really hard. And, like, I think that there's, like, this mutual respect that most people know that, um, you know, it goes back to the first thing I said about, you know, being a good person. So I think a lot yeah. of people... Um, I don't know. Everybody has this like cool air about them where they just kind of are there to do their job, and then when we have fun, we have fun. But everybody's—I've never had like a bad experience. That wasn't really the question, but um, <laughs> like uh, in terms of like crazy stuff, like crazy party shit or something, <sighs> fights, fights. No, no, not really, man. It's been really. That, that sounds like it's a been really, really good, smooth, like, man. Yeah, it, that's it, it's it's been really smooth. Like I said, the the worst the worst thing is you just get a little tired, you get a little homesick. Yeah. Um. That's we, there there was one. Uh, one time, I, I guess I could say that uh, we got pulled over on, I want to say it was like the Germany, the border of Germany or Austria, somewhere over there. And um, we got, it's like, it's really late. It was like 11, maybe midnight or something. And like they basically pulled the, the uh, bus over to do like a routine inspection. Uh-huh. And they had a bunch of metal dudes just standing out there. 
freezing cold, <laughs> just waiting for them to do their thing. And yeah, that was a very interesting night. But uh, aside from that, yeah, everything's uh, it's 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 chill, man. Like you know, the the, the big thing that I, I guess I could convey to anybody who's in bands and does the band thing. It's really all the same. I mean, it's a lot of the same stuff. You're you're out there traveling with your guys. You kind of depend on each other. You meet other guys who are fans of your stuff. You know, awkward people who are awkward in real life are awkward in real life. You know, people who are social are social in real life. I'm a little in between. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's 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 really like I mean, I guess the the main other like factors are just like you know the shows are have been great and like you get to get a lot of cool experiences and, and yeah. whatnot. I got to go to uh, what was it uh, the um, Funimation in Texas, which is like the anime, like Funimation, oh. don't they like make, like Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, so they, well, they don't make it, but they're yeah, in they charge have. of uh, like um, like doing all the dubs, and oh, they, okay. they they do all the editing, and yeah. like uh, they're basically responsible for bringing anime to like. There's the actually, I think they just leaked a bunch of uh, uh, their voices, but they're doing all the voices, but they're doing like porn scenes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that's leaked out because they were just joking and doing like joke I scenes. I don't know, man. Check it out. It's hilarious. I was listening to it. I was like, what the fuck? I got to, we got to walk through there and I got to see like voice actors do their thing and like. That's so cool. Dude, like, I think, I think that's the, probably the, I guess the craziest thing is just like the weird experiences that you're yeah. just like, hey, like, you know, I'm a fan of your band. Let's go check out fucking Funimation where I work. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's wild. But um, honestly, man, I, I'm just really grateful. Like, it's it's a lot of work, uh, but at the same time, it's, like, the fucking best job. Oh, man. Best fucking job in the world. And it's, I'm, it's I'm so, everything. like, once I start seeing your posts and seeing, like, in your pictures, like I was saying earlier, like, the, this is what I, like, I always expect, like, seeing you doing. And uh, I'm glad you're doing it. Like, yeah, man. Like, it's so cool. And I'm, I'm grateful that you're here with me because your schedule can be, like, you know, wild, and I appreciate you taking the time to even be here. Anytime, like, man. Anytime. Um, we got a couple more things. I do this thing I call the Rando Records, and we just go through. I just pick some records out of my stash, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know, you, if you can relate to it or if you like it. But uh, more so for like uh, for my viewers to like pick on some more you know new music, uh, cool. maybe that they may not have heard. So I just kind of pick randomly. I don't know if you're familiar. So we have Champion. Do you know Champion? I do not. So Champion, I think they're from uh, Seattle. Yeah. Uh, they're a straight edge band. Um, I, they're I, really good, but uh, <laughs> I don't think they're singer. They're, they're, singer they're, they're singer is not straight edge anymore. He has a bad rap now. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. So uh, the cover is blue. This is uh, Time Slips Away. They're really good. Um, they got me into kind of like more like a hardcore, like uh, traditional like style, youth crewy kind of style, youth crewy hard, stuff. Hardcore. Really good. Check them out. Um, Wait, is this being video recorded? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, check it out. Um, this time slips away. They have a bad rap there. Don't play anymore. They, I think the last show is on uh, YouTube. They played at El Corazon in Seattle. This is a really good album. Uh, they just, uh, the vocalist is like, it's a creep, so. <laughs> um, what about this? Are you familiar with Power Trip? Fuck yeah, I am. Yeah, have you played with Power Trip yet? I have. Oh, wow. We uh, played a... Uh, you met Riley? I have not met them. Okay. Um, we did a, a festival, uh, I want to say it was Heavy Montreal. It was either... Yeah, it was Heavy Montreal. Where haven't you been? Dude, there's a lot of places. I know. I, there there, there <laughs> are definitely places. Um, <laughs> no, but we played Heavy Montreal, and uh, after we finished our set, 
um, it was basically just like party time. So like it was just like ah, I want to see all these bands. I got to like Emperor was on the bill and shit and like that's cool. You just kind of just get to like yeah, and they give you these go karts when you're like in like the the artists, so you can like just fucking like you know, like golf carts. Golf carts are like well, you can't drive them for obvious reasons because party. But uh, <laughs> they'll like they'll basically cart you around to like you know oh, little stages nice. or whatever. So like um. I remember walking by and Power Trip was doing their thing and I was just like, holy fucking good, shit. Dude, and just... they played in the middle of the day and like, it was it was crazy because like, they just like, everyone's just kind of hanging out mm-hmm. and then it was just like, boom, we're Power Trip. Holy shit. Everything just fucking blew up. Oh, and just, yeah. When I hear their music, it's just like a wall of sound. Yeah. They do that, uh, they have the, um, the fucking, was it the Executioner's Tax song, right? Yeah, yeah. Them? So good. I just recently seen them. Uh, me and David seen them in uh, uh, Sound and Fury. Really? Uh, yeah. But I've seen them, I don't know, probably like six or seven times. Really yeah. good. I saw them with Danzig and all those like old heads. Who Everybody like, tours with Danzig. And, like, <laughs> I want to tour with all Danzig. All those old heads were like, they didn't know who they were. Yeah. But the, by the time that Power Trip finished, like, they were like, fuck yeah. yeah. So check out Power Trip. This is um, uh, Opening Fire. So this is like everything from 28. 28- 2008, 2014, like their little EPs or their mm-hmm. demos, they put it all on one record. That's sick. Uh, I, I love it when bands do that. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like uh, Black Flag. They did like the first yeah. four, e- four EPs or whatever. Uh, what about, are you familiar with Annihilation Time? Uh, no, but that kind of reminds me of the Animosity logo from, uh-huh. like, uh, what was that album called? Um, Empire? I want to say Empire. Oh, okay. It's got like, the same kind of thing going on. Anyways, so, cool, uh, cool cover. Man, this time's uh, Tales of the... What is it? Tales of the... Uh, dude, this is tight, dude. What's the... Ta- uh, Tales of the Ancient Age. So they're like super like rock and roll punk rock. Like more like... They, they got like a lot of like... Uh, Just uh, guzzling. Fuck yes, check, dude. Check them out. They're really good. They're, like, they got a lot of... Um, um, like just like rock and rolly sounds, but the vocals are super, super like uh, punk rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do like a lot of octaves with like two guitars. Like it's really cool. Check them out. Uh, I would buy this literally on just the cover because this is <laughs> fucking tight. I don't think they're a band anymore. Um, I, Fuck! I think I want to say they're from like Virginia or something. I don't remember. Yeah, but they're really Virginia good. Has a lot of good bands. Super like rock and rolly like Dave riffs Matthews and band. stuff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know if they're from. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, but like the punk vocals yeah. are really good. So check them out. Super good. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I picked these out at random. So. Yeah. Yo. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Is, wait, is, that, that, is that the actual album this, or is that just a single? It's just an extended club mix. So it's a single. It's just, uh, the safety dance. I got this actually at a. Uh, a yard sale and I saw it and I was like I gotta get this what a so, fucking gem yeah so as uh, it's you know as the the B side and everything but safety dance remember that hats I mean come on yeah if you don't know this song and, and I, I know a lot of like 80s stuff because of my dad and so I that means the cure oh yeah is, you know like I my parents all grew up in the is this 80s like a, is this like a greatest hits uh, I, you know, I don't think so I think this is um, standing on the beach it's the singles actually Oh, well, maybe yeah. it is, it's like a hits, actually. Yeah. It has like the forest on there. Yeah. This is a really good one. So Close to me. Fuck these, yeah. This is where, like a good batch of randoms, actually. Uh, check them out. Um, we're going to be done with that. So if you want to plug anything, uh, your social media, uh, any websites, anything, any tour dates, anything specific, uh, let everybody know about you. Yeah. So I guess the most obvious thing, um, Allegiance going on tour uh, in October for Apoptosis Part 2. 
Um, it's going all through the U.S. Uh, we are skipping a couple spots, but we have more legs, hopefully in, su- in the near future, I should say. Um, so check that out. Uh, I think you get tickets at metalblade.com slash allegion. Should have all the links there. Um, if you check out Peasant Hands, uh, our last album, Mother Failure, is on the uh, streaming services, things like Spotify and Apple Music, all that good stuff. Uh, if you're in town locally in Central Valley, California, I play with Funky Tim and the Merlots. You can check out dates there at funkytim.com. Um, other than that, just Google me or Brandon Michael, Brandon W. Michael. Can they search Boo Boo Money? They can search Boo Boo Money and you will probably get some really weird results. But, um, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm just kind of doing my thing, man. Like, feel free to say hi. I do my absolute best to answer any messages or emails or anything that gets thrown my way. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you can catch me. me uh, my um, Instagram name is Artie Boy Sucks, A R T I E B O Y S U K E. C K S. What letter is that? Yeah, and then uh, David's is ID- IDK David Park. IDK David Park. So it's such you. an easy name to remember. <laughs> uh, thanks, Brandon, for uh, joining us today in a very hot fucking room. It's a sauna in here, by the it's way. For fucking it sauna, and it's that's. I'm good. I've been sweating. I'm sure yeah. we could like talk a lot longer, but. We're fucking dying. Hey, man, there's always other days, man. The Fiji water's running out. The, see the <laughs> condensation on the outside? It just looks like a so, fucking So, um, episode three, why I lest your life sucks. Thank you. Bye. See you. Thank you. <laughs>